There's only one thing that you need in order to really deeply understand plants, and we're going to talk about that one thing today. So grab whatever you're sipping on and let's have a conversation. Hello, plant lovers. Welcome to another episode of Herbaceous Conversations with a Silly Herbs and Botanica. I'm your host, Gloria, and this is a space to delve into the knowledge of plant medicine, a spotlight for African botanicals, and to empower you with practical and applicable information to enhance your well-being. For more information, please visit backtosilly.com. It's funny because as soon as I started recording this podcast, <laughs> we have a few owls in the neighborhood um, that like to hang out, and I've really been connecting with owls lately, <laughs> and so as soon as I hit record, <laughs> the owl, I hear, I hear it hooting outside. Anyways, I'll talk about that later. So the one thing that you need, and it's free, in order to really intimately know plants. Now we've talked about previously, you know, what different ways that you can do this. Um, but yeah, I really wanted to hone in on this, um, specific avenue just because this is what we've been using, uh, since the beginning of our existence. And this was the one way that indigenous people from all over the world, right? Native Americans, um, indigenous South Americans, Africans, Australians, um, from all over the world. And this is how, um, indigenous people connected to and with nature. And this was through observation and through observation, you can get a lot, right? And from a scientific, um, stand, uh, stand, um, <laughs> And from a scientific point of view, observations can really reveal a lot, right? According to what you're looking at, really. So in the case of that you're studying different plants and herbs, um, there are several things that you can get out from that. And I just jotted down a few of them. So firstly, of course, you can mimic the structure for a similar function, Um so this is in regards to more so, let's see here. So like building, for example, for example, the bamboo, right? Uh, bamboo is really um, tough. <laughs> it's really tough to break, especially as it grows um, in its years. We have young bamboo in our backyard, so it's easily breakable. But once it's established its roots and it's really, you know, thickened up its stalks, it's really sturdy. So <clears throat> someone would think, hey this bamboo sturdy um and you know you think of structures where you need a strong foundation a house a boat things for mobilization um or to secure your homestead um so that's an example of mimicking structure for similar function and you see that with different inventions that we've gone through throughout history airplanes you know mo different modes of transportation you name it it's there even in, um, you know, with the technology, um, within science, even in the case of using a microscope and looking at things on a molecular level, 
you know this mimics you know different animals that have very keen eyes such as owls so that's one example that observation can help the second way observations can help with understanding herbs is being able to you know once you observe them you're able to test suitable habitats for the plants so this is really important especially in the case of nomadic people right i know um for example with my background um with east africans and sudanese you know migrating from the north to the south you can carry only so much right when you're traveling and being able to carry crops that are essential for your survival and for the you know the ability for your village to thrive this was very important so being able <clears throat> excuse me being able to transport those crops and their seeds and saving them and then being able to you know test them out in different environments it can be kind of scary because you know you are taking a risk right not an entire risk because you don't want to plant all that you have <laughs> of course but um this was one way that you can test and find out whether or not different plants um you know would thrive in certain environments wherever you're at in the world and lastly of course through observation you can really see the interconnectedness, the woven fabric between the physical and spiritual planes. And just for example, with the owls, right? So I'll give you an example. This is actually very recent. So lately I've really been, I've been studying the sycamore trees on our, we have, we have them around our lot. And I've really just been studying them lately with their properties and how Native Americans used to use them. And um, they're amazing. Although, you know, the stickers from them are quite annoying <laughs> um, to some anyway. <clears throat> um, however, when you catch them, like, for example, the stickers, when they're green, it has um, certain qualities to where it really supports your upper respiratory system for example or even the leaf native americans used to um pulse it down and use it as a paste and apply it if you were to have uh, for example an insect bite it's an amazing tree so i've just been really really studying the tree and i'll go outside you know and connect with it and sit under it and study it and just through those observations um okay so one morning I went outside <laughs> and <clears throat> in front of the garden, there was a feather and it was huge. It wasn't a chicken feather from our chickens. Um, and my initial thought was, hey, this feather is from a buzzard. There's there's normally a hawk or a buzzard that likes to hang out because they know that it, it has potential food <laughs> looming in our yard. Um, however, you know, me thinking, hey, you know, this is the morning. A, a hazard, a hazard, uh, a hawk or a buzzard is probably not hanging out during the um, hours of the night. So I was like, what other animal would hang out at night? Definitely an owl. And we hear them all the time. So I was like, wow. Um, yeah. So that's just one example. And yeah, they've been, um, they've been showing up a lot. Not only, you know, and they'll... So these, this is what happens essentially. So you'll get, um, you'll get like, um, they're kind of like 
little like taps on the shoulder <laughs> like hey <laughs> i'm here and normally okay so what i found um to be true at least with my experiences and you might also relate is that with certain plants there are certain animals that are also connected with these plants and usually this happens um if you're in a specific bioregion right so here in the carolinas there are certain animals that thrive near certain trees like sycamores you know owls love to build homes out of there or um pines there are certain animals that thrive near pines woodpeckers um so it all depends on your bioregion so being able to understand you're not only understanding the plants even further on that level but you're also branching out and understanding the ecosystem within that specific bioregion which is powerful powerful <clears throat> yeah anyway so i just wanted to share that with you all um and really urge you to have that that quiet time it's really essential especially if you want to understand plants more so that quiet time and of course being open to the knowledge that you are receiving or are going to receive that's also a huge huge component all right thank you so much for listening to this episode if you loved hearing this information uh please leave a review i would love to hear from you share this with your family and friends as a way for them to understand plants further <laughs> and on that note i'll check you guys next thursday bye for now